Hello. 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 And welcome to a very special episode of the Weekend Superheroes Podcast. Today is Saturday, April 8th, 2017. I'm Sean, and sitting with me always is Pat and Steve and Dick. Oh, we don't have Darius. We have a new... Wait, that's not Darius? Super- oh, shit. Well, this is not Darius. Looking a little pale. We have Tony. Tony, <laughs> how you, Tony, how you doing today? I'm great. How are you? Thank you. Thank you for joining the podcast, buddy. Um, so last episode, Steve, what happened last episode? First of all, I have two things. Hmm. I feel like every episode is a very special episode. Sometimes I have a different adjective, oh, but okay. I, I went for special. And the second thing... I think this might be the first time we've recorded on the weekend. It is. And we are the weekend superheroes. It's yeah. different. So this is the first time we've actually lived up to our name. Yeah. It's about time. But see, I feel like it's more special during the week because we like, you know, we drink during the week and then we have to get up and go to work the next day. Yeah. That special is one word for it. Yeah. Which is why I, uh, I don't tell anyone that I work with that I do this. Yeah. True story. Me too. But today. But hey, hey well, 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 last week or last time on the podcast, don't. Don't skip me here. Right. Previously on the Weekend Superheroes, <laughs> we interviewed <laughs> Will Rocky and Bullwinkle. Figure this out. <laughs> Join us next time. Same bat time, same bat channel. Um, so anyway, last time we interviewed a very cool uh, transgender person. Her name? Autumn. Autumn. She was awesome. She was great. Guys, check out the last episode, please. And, uh, and check out her YouTube channel. She was great. But today... Today's new. Today we're talking about D I D. Pat did nice job. <laughs> <laughs> Dissociative. Is it Darius in demand? <laughs> no, Darius is never in demand. And I, and I miss him so much. Uh, this is dissociative identity disorder, previously known as multiple personality disorder (MPD). Uh, according to Wikipedia, DID is a mental disorder characterized by at least two distinct identities. Or dissociated personalities, sta- uh, states, excuse me, that alternately show in a person's behavior. It is often accompanied by memory impairment, not explained by ordinary forgetfulness, like booze, like Jameson, gotcha, <laughs> like, yeah, whiskey. I was gonna say, up until then, I thought I had it. Drinks <laughs> Jameson. <laughs> right. So these men and women, they develop alternate personalities, or they call them alters. Uh, they often have different names, personalities, genders, memories, backstories, the whole nine yards. Some of these um, fragmented identities, uh, they can even take on the form of possessions like spirits, demons, animals. So how do we get Sean one personality? <laughs> <laughs> At least one likable personality. You guys yeah, tired right? of this one? <laughs> so it's uh, it's caused, it's, it's understood, is to be a result of a certain set of causes. None of them are good or fun. Uh, the innate inability to dissociate easily. Um, you repeat episodes of severe physical or sexual abuse in childhood. It's not always childhood, but it's a uh, lack of supportive or comforting people in your life. Uh, influences or other relatives with dissociative symptoms or disorders. So it's either hereditary or it's learned. Nature versus nurture. Um, so just basically, some something horrible happens to a person. A physical, sexual trauma, or just trauma, and the mind or the body responds in a way to cope. Uh, Pat, if you could be uh, somebody else for an entire day, who would you be? Uh, Elon Musk. God damn, that's way better than the answer yeah, that I came that up was with. So I deep. feel terrible now. Why? Why? Uh, I mean, the man's an engineering genius. He is a billionaire. He has some of the coolest companies in the world. Like, look at him. I mean. Who wouldn't want to be him for a day? As usual, I win the podcast. <laughs> Tony. Uh, Sean Connery. 
Sean wow. Connery. Sean Connery. All right, just who, why? I who doesn't want to be Sean Connery? And would you go on Celebrity Jeopardy on that one day? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> the penis mightier. So why Sean Connery? You just, just, just I, he's, he's Mr. Scottish. Universe. Everyone loves. Well, I mean, he does have a great accent. It's always the same, no matter what role he plays. <laughs> it's true. Steve. I was gonna say the Undertaker, but now I'm changing my answer. Oh no, that's that's well, that would have been a good one up <laughs> the until Undertaker. you know a couple yeah. of WrestleManias ago. Yeah, Undertaker on WrestleMania, you knew you were gonna win, right? And if this was 1980s, we'd all be super excited. Yeah, but he's retired now, so. But I'm changing my answer to Jimmy Fallon because yeah, everybody fucking loves that dude. Also a good he's one. Hilarious. Get to hang out with Justin Timberlake. Yeah, get to beat the bro down with Timberlake. So would you guys be scared if you moved? Hold on, I'm, hold on. Sean, who would you be for a day? Yeah, you always ask us questions. No, I didn't it's your ask. turn. We're putting you in the hot seat. Christina Aguilera, hands down. Do you feel like a genie in a bottle? <laughs> <laughs> it needs to be well, let out. Tony is rubbing you the right way. So. <laughs> but you know what? I'm actually tired of listening to our opinions. I think it's time we talk to someone who actually suffers from DID. On Skype with us now is an intriguing young woman. Her name is Jessica. Sometimes. Jessica is living with dissociative identity disorder and is currently harboring, including Jessica, five different and very unique alternate personalities. She started noticing this case at the ripe age when she was only six years old and has been learning to live with this disorder ever since. From the UK, please welcome Jessica. Did you, just give herself, Did you just give yourself a golf clap? <laughs> that's awesome. That's perfect. That's how we know it's going to be real. Jessica, how are you doing this uh, this uh, evening, right? It's evening for you. Yeah, great. You know, it's sunny here, which makes a change. So I'm, yeah, really happy the sun's out. Very cool. And you're five hours ahead of us. So uh, don't tell us what happens because we like to be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Sean. The world's going to end. I'm... <laughs> Jessica, I'm just jump right into it. So you started noticing this when you were only six years old. Tell us about that. Um, yeah, so I mean, the disorder itself is a childhood disorder. Um, and I guess I didn't really notice that I was different from anyone else. I thought the rest of the world had people in their head too. Um, and it wasn't until I was about 12 or 13 when a friend said, actually, what you're doing isn't very normal. Um, that I realized, actually, people don't have other people in their head. Why, why have I got this? Right. That's actually a good friend. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> So you actually, uh, we'll call it playing, you played with one of your alters uh, around the age of six, and you wanted to come up with an invisible friend because apparently four other people wasn't enough for you. Yeah, I mean, like, we, (laughs) I have this, like, image of me and my alter Jake just sort of sitting around when we were really young um, and saying, let's come up with an imaginary friend, and we basically said, oh, this is so boring. Let's go do something else. Do you know what I mean? We, we ha- I had no idea, um, essentially, that the alters in my head were imaginary people in their own sense, you know? Right. So can you change at any moment? I could. You that could. very scary, but yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it can happen I... any day, any time. Yeah. I when think do... I think she's the superhero. When, do you, when does it usually happen? Um, oh gosh, it's like how long's a piece of string? It can um, happen literally like any time. There's generally like positive and negative things. So um, an alter can be triggered out in a positive way. You know, maybe they really 
um, they want to go to the gym that day, you know, and that's sort of enough to bring them forward. Or it could be um, that I'm really upset and sad and then one will come forward to comfort me or deal with the situation at hand. So it can literally be anything, anytime. Wow. So like if so if you know you have like a stressful situation or something you have to deal with coming up, like can you pick an altar on command to, you know, kind of help you through the situation? really it's kind of who's who's around on the day um i mean jake is great for soothing um and he's generally the one that'll sort of talk and say really positive things and motivational things and keep me going um but jamie is very much more of an organizer so he'll tend to organize events and organize things um so it's a bit of a roll of the dice but i generally get a, a good side up which is good nice that's pretty crazy so like when you do change how long does it uh typically last like can you control how long that is um not particularly um like the you know i i actually from the ages of six to 12 i wasn't myself at all so there was another altar in charge for six years so it, it can be seconds minutes days weeks months years it can literally be any time span oh wow uh, I know, and I think the scary thing for me was, you know, at some point, I think I got into a bit of like an existential woe when I realized that if at any point, really, I could technically disappear forever, and that's quite... That's, that's scary. Really scary. Yeah. It's really scary. <laughs> so I just, don't think about that one too much, but you know... <laughs> Jessica, not counting you, you have four altars, and they are all men. Yes. With unique personalities, accents, mannerisms, sexual orientation, food preferences, all of that. The list goes on. So just in case you decide to change on us at this very moment, <laughs> we should probably find out who they are. Wait, one of the names is just in case? <laughs> no. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> but one of the names is Jake. Tell us about Jake. Jake is um, sort of a really bouncy, happy, optimistic kind of guy. He's vegetarian. He likes to meditate. He likes to do a bit of gym. He loves movies. He's a really gentle, kindred spirit. Um, and he's got a Californian accent, so you'd probably pick that one up. Oh, wow. I know. So, th so this is what I was blown That's away. Wild. This is the only one that you have with an American accent. That's true, yes. So can I ask you, have you ever practiced or learned an American accent before you, you knew uh, that you, you had alters? I don't think so. I mean, I'll tell you guys a funny story. When I was um, in school, because um, Jake is like an actor and he, he loves, you know, performing arts and stuff like that. And I didn't really like put the two and two together. So at school, my teacher would often say to me, you keep doing this thing where you put on an American accent. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not. What are you, what are you talking about? I'm, I'm not at all. And this literally kept going. And I've made such a conscious effort to be like, I'm, I'm sure I'm speaking like me. Um, but I was basically dissociating so much that Jake would come forward and do the scenes for me. Um, <laughs> it, was, it wasn't until uh, the teacher actually recorded it on camera and played it back to me. Oh, man. And I realized, and it was actually, that was the pinnacle moment that I realized the people in my head were actually coming forward and taking over. So thanks to Jake, really, I, I had bit, a bit more of an idea of what was what was going on. Wow. So so up until then, you just thought they were taking the piss. Yeah. Uh, look at him with his big British. Wow. <laughs> that wasn't me. That was one of my alters. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we got Jake. He's 21 years old. We have uh, Jamie. Tell us about Jamie. Um, Jamie is very intelligent, very smart, uh, also a bit of a cheeky chappy. Um, he is Jake's brother, but he does have a British accent. And um, yeah, he is bisexual. So Jake is straight and Jamie's bisexual. Um, 
and yeah, he's definitely not vegetarian. He'll eat any anything and everything. So uh, yeah, I've really got to watch my weight around Jamie. Unfortunately, <laughs> maybe that's he will my eat problem. Man's portion quite easily. So, and uh, Jamie's the only one who wears glasses, correct? Yes, that's right. So yes. can you tell me how that works? I'm just I'm so curious on it because I have the worst vision in the world. I have to wear glasses, then I look at a map and I see people waving. But my question to you is. How does that not screw with your vision as Jessica, Ed, or Oliver? So there's a theory in DID that some alters actually hold the muscle tones in different ways. Um, like a, a classic example, actually, of Jamie holding his muscle tone in different ways is that he snores. So obviously that means that there's a difference in the, the way that the muscles are held in the larynx. How do you even um, find that and out? Similarly, it's with the lenses of the eyes. So when's we, when we've gone to the opticians, the difference is when Jamie's out and he looks into the optician's lens is that the lens is actually slightly twisted, which means that he's got a slightly different vision than I do. Unbelievable. Okay, so we've got Jake. Jamie, tell us about Ed. <laughs> um, you don't like it. Wow. <laughs> She's like, wow. Oh, well, Please we, don't talk about it. That's, that's how people respond when we say, tell me about Sean. <laughs> it's been a difficult character, I guess. He is... Um, like a he's a person what's known as a persecutory alter so it means he's a bit troubled and you know he can take it out on himself which means essentially it can be taken out on me so it can get quite scary with ed but um he's very loyal um and a very fierce protector in his own right um he's very gay <laughs> um okay. and yeah he's not much of a he's not much of an eater he prefers like not to eat or he'll eat like sushi and fish and things like that but he's much more of like you know he, he's like he's much more introverted than um, jamie and jake so he's an introvert he likes his books he likes his glass of wine and that's um that's ed all summed up really and his accent is different from yours as well it's a cockney accent correct it is a Cockney accent, and he's also left-handed, so uh, he will paint. He will wow. He's very creative, um, and he does it all left-handed. And uh, we saved the best for last. Uh, we really, really want to know about Oliver. Oh. <laughs> um, Ollie is... Well, he's grown up, really. It's, it's quite an interesting. All the alters have aged alongside me. So he started off being about six years old, and he's now 14. So it's 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 strange because me and my husband have been together as long as Ollie's been around, really. So he's been around and watched Ollie grown up, grow up over the years. Um, he's also very intelligent, and he's got a bit of a mix of Jamie's intelligence meets Ed's attitude. So he can get a bit of a... <laughs> You know, uh, yeah, it can get a bit crazy with all your own sometimes, but he's definitely the part that likes to relax and makes me feel relaxed when I come back. So, you know, because he's a kid, he's got no troubles in the world, and he'll play video games, and he'll go bike riding, and he'll just have a fun time, um, which means I sort of feel really rested and rejuvenated when I come back. So you were diagnosed at 16, but... What were you thinking whenever you were six, whenever you found out about this, until it was actually diagnosed when you were 16? I tell you what, I was actually diagnosed at 19, and if you watched that this morning at um, interview, it was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's where I got it. <laughs> yeah. I, I was diagnosed at 19 years old, and it was actually when I went to university. Um, I studied clinical and health psychology, and uh, yeah, I was around psychologists all day and night. Um, and uh, yeah, as you can imagine, after like speaking to my tutors for a little while, they were like, do you know what? You could really use getting a diagnosis for this thing because, you know, we could support you. You know, if, if you needed extra time or you need a little bit of adjustment, we have the paperwork to back you up. Um, 
and really that was the only reason I, I even considered going for a diagnosis because I was worried about the stigma that it would sort of carry with me. Um, but yeah, so I went for a diagnosis and got diagnosed and that was it really. Wow, that's crazy. So I, I have a question. So, you know, you have all these alters. Can they talk to each other or, you know, is it, you know, from you to an alter and then back to you or can they kind of communicate? They definitely can communicate. So they have much more of a communication than I do. Um, so they can communicate with each other. Um, but I've always struggled to sort of break down that barrier. But there's some alters that I have more communication with. Like I have better communication with Jake and Jamie than I do with Ed and Ollie. So uh, it, it just depends, really. Um, and, yeah, they sort of speak sort of in my head. Like, I, I, I guess everyone has technically their own thoughts they can hear their own thoughts in their head but um it's more than thoughts so for a person with did it is literally like somebody else is speaking in your brain it's quite a difficult thing to imagine i suppose but yeah that's how they communicate so how do you know like what they look like don't they all just look like like you i guess they have their own image and like the their own sort of uh, idea of how they should look and how they feel that they look um yeah so i guess some feel tall some feel short some feel you know more muscular other feel really skinny it depends like it, it just literally just depends on the person but um yeah like they they've definitely got their very clear images of what they look like jessica you just got married right i did yeah in hawaii it was beautiful congratulations that's awesome congrats <clears throat> Okay, so when you're in a relationship, um, there's always that come-to-Jesus meeting where you have to confess to things, um, <laughs> but really only the items that might surface later. Let's be real. You, know, you don't talk about the shit that's been de buried deep inside, right? It's just the stuff that might come up later. But your story, it's not like you had to tell your boyfriend, you know, when I was in college, I experimented with drugs and kissed a girl. It's, hey, you don't know what I'm going to be when I wake up. How was that conversation with your uh, future husband at the time? Well, um, I realized sort of what this disorder could be um, accidentally when I was scrolling online when I was about 16, because um, I, I was always interested in psychology. So I looked, um, I was just looking through some articles and I came across a thing that said schizophrenia, not to be confused with dissociative identity disorder. So curiosity, you know, curiosity kills the cat, clicked on the link. Um, and it was literally like a pow in the face, like, oh my gosh, this is exactly me. This is, I can't believe there's something that explains everything that I go through. Like, it, it was a really surreal moment. So I ran it back to my partner and I, I ran, you know, ran to his home. He didn't live very far away from me at the time. So ran all the way there and I was completely upset and like, oh my gosh, like, this is what's going on with me. And he was kind of like, yeah, I know. That's, that's cool. Like, that explains it. Great. <laughs> Um, wow. It was, awesome. it was a bit strange. Like it was, it was surreal to me that he was so cool with it. But by this point, he'd already met a couple of the alters. Um, again, me without having names to them, I just knew them as the people that sometimes came forward. Um, and yeah, he's always been really cool with it ever since. Jessica, does he miss you when you go away? Yeah, he always says he misses Aww. me. Aww. <laughs> I know. That's adorable. <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, he, he equally, he does miss the other alters. Um, I know Ed has, hadn't been out in quite some time. Um, and then it was only, uh, I think, sometime last week that Ed came back and, and Gaz was really like, oh my gosh, I've not seen you in ages. How have you been? I've missed you. You know, so it, he definitely has a different relationship with each alter. So, like, if he wants to have, like, a guy's weekend, he's like, hey, Ollie, you want to play some video games? <laughs> right. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, saying that, yeah, I mean, him and Jake have, like, gone to, you know, the the local pub for a game of pool and some beers, and, yeah, that can totally happen. <laughs> That's crazy. So what about skeptics or people that are saying you do this for attention? How do you prove it, or do you just not care enough about those people? I think I used to care a lot more. Um, the idea that I would deal with this every day of my life for attention is more than an insult um and i used to take that really personally but actually now i'm just like well do you know what if i have nothing to prove to you like if you don't believe me that's absolutely fine um and yeah like my whole aim really is to try and break down the stigma and raise awareness and get the word out there um and yeah if, if that means that people some people take a negative view of me then so be it i, I did actually take a break from youtube for a number of years um because I, it got too much for me at the time. Um, and actually, nothing really happened between that time. Nobody else stepped in. Nobody else stepped in this position to just be like, you know what, it's okay to have this disorder, and it's okay you're not considered a freak, and you can still function like a normal person. Nobody did that. Um, and the amount of comments and emails I got in the meantime just saying, please come back, please do this again. And it really motivated me, actually. So years later here i am trying it all over again hoping to be one of the spokespersons for this disorder and getting the word out there so do you think some of that comes from the portrayal of the disease in the media like the the movie that just came out like you know uh, I, I feel like the way that a lot of us that don't deal with it or really know it you know kind of have a negative connotation because when we see it in movies and other things it's always about bad things that alters do yeah, and it's it's. I, I definitely think the media is a big thing to blame. Uh, I mean, I grew up actually loving movies like that. I was like, wow, look at this, you know. And, and I never, again, I never really. I, I, it was so different that I never attributed watching a scary film about a split personality in comparison to me now. Like, I, I just had no idea that it was the same thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, once I actually figured out that. DID is being stigmatized in a negative way in the media, it really bugged me. So we always get that, like, axe-wielding murderer kind of trope in the serial. <laughs> right. um, and actually, you know, in all the systems I've ever met, and the diagnostician that I work with, he's been doing it for 25 years, and he said not once had he ever met an alter that would have hurt another person. You know, it just doesn't really make sense for a DID system to work that way. Uh, Jessica, I've had a blast uh, going through your journey, watching your videos. I've seen every single one of them. Um, Thank you. <laughs> I, I've, I've gotten the word out. I think you, you're, you're very unique. Um, you're unique in the fact that you want to make sure that people understand that this is not a scary thing, but it is something you have to live with. My question mm -hmm. to you is, we went over all the fun stuff. You had videos of all your alters and their days and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, but there has to be something that does scare you. Um, like just a, a minor thing, you wake up, you put on makeup, and then maybe sometime you roll forward and then one of your alters takes that makeup off. Obviously, it's just a minor infraction, but anything you're scared of, anything that might worry you that your alters might do for you or your, I don't know, criminal or <laughs> just personal record um, that, that might change the way that you have to live your life moving forward. Yeah, I mean, I I think I've been scared of this disorder in, in many ways, you know. Um, I mean, one of the things is that Ed, is, Ed can be quite unstable um, to a point where he just wants to sort of get up and leave. Um, 
and he has run away in the past not in the sort of the life that I have now but you know living where I lived previously and he had run away um and there's always that fear that you know he could do something like that again um and there's that fear like I sort of talked to you guys about earlier that I could maybe never come back again I could one day switch and that'll be it I'll be 90 years old and ending my life you know and I and I will never ever know at what point that will happen um so yeah there's definitely things like scary things that go along with the disorder like the comorbid the comorbid disorders and the anxiety and um all the other stuff that maybe ed will deal with that i won't necessarily deal with so i definitely have to take everything with a pinch of salt jessica if um if you had any advice for anyone going through this right now what would it be i guess just to say that you're not alone um it affects 1% of the population, and 1% is a lot of the population. Yeah. It sure is. <laughs> um, and, you know, that, that feeling can be really isolating, but I'd say that you know, the advice is just to talk to someone, speak out to someone, um, even if it's not a medical professional, because I get that, you know, the medical community can sometimes knock you back. I think if you're just able to speak out and reach for a support group or talk to someone else maybe with a disorder or somebody who is more accepting of your mental health, then definitely do because that'll help you feel so much less alone. Jessica, you killed it today. We cannot thank you enough for coming on here and hanging out with us. You were awesome. Yeah. And uh, thank you so much. I wish you nothing but the best. I want want you to make a thousand more videos and I want the world to get to know you and love you like we do. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> Just good. My love to Pennsylvania as well. I'm so happy to have had this opportunity for you, you guys. So thank you very much. You come out to Pittsburgh. You look us up. We'll take you out, okay? All of you guys. Yeah, anyone you want. <laughs> <laughs> you, Ollie, we'll take them all out. Oh, we'll get an yeah. Uber. Well, an Uber X because we got to get more people in there. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you very much, Pittsburgh. I really, really appreciate hey, it. You, um, yeah. Just good. You have five more minutes because you play a uh, trivia game at the end that's called Factor Fuck. Do you in? Oh, my God. That means she's it. (laughs) Okay, we're going to play Jessica versus superheroes. Pat, National Multiple Personality Day is March 5th. Fact or fact? Fact. Jessica, you, you have to wait until he answers. Well, to be fair, I, I actually knew that one because I'm on CNN every day. And I, that, was like, that was like a month ago. That's a fact. That's a fact. Well done. No, I thought you did great, Jessica. Jessica, if you could hold back for okay. like 30 seconds, you were awesome. Okay. Now you're going to play Steve. Steve, oh, I'd yeah. like you to go first. first. Jessica, do you know what that means? That means that he goes before you. The author of the 1996 novel-made movie Fight Club, Chuck Palahniuk, got the idea from the book after he was involved in a brawl at a, at a campsite. Even though his face was mangled, no one at work the next day even acknowledged it. Fact or fact? I'm going to get fucked. Jessica, now's your turn. You can go now. I think fact. That is a fact. Jessica's right. <laughs> oh, I knew it. When did the movie come out? Everyone know? Anyone 99? 99. Very good. Okay. Now you're going to play Tony. Ready? Okay. One of the first recorded cases of multiple personalities belonged to Frenchman Louis Vivet. He became paralyzed from the waist down after being traumatized by a snake. However, a year later, he began walking around the asylum not recognizing anyone he knew and sporting a new, darker mood. Fact or fuck, Tony? Uh, that's fucked. 
Jessica? Yeah, I agree. That is a fact. Damn. Oh, that is Hit a... us with three facts <laughs> in the first <laughs> run. I haven't say... said anything like it. It's so crazy. <laughs> okay, last one, then we'll let you go, okay? Okay, no worries. Billy Milligan, born in 1955, was arrested for kidnapping, robbing, and raping three women around Ohio State University. Billy was later acquitted when the jury believed the defense and his alter Regan and Elena were in control. His first purse, his first person, excuse me. First purse? He was the first person in American legal history to be acquitted of a crime based on his psychological condition. Fact or fucked? Pat. I'm going to go with fucked. Jessica. Fact. That is a fact, Jessica. You were awesome. Actually, truthfully, he was uh, he was believed to be inspiration behind the movie Split, which I believe you were all over on your social media. I was. <laughs> and uh, he's coming up in a new movie. New movie Don't called. Sorry. No, go ahead. Film with Leonardo DiCaprio coming out as, as, as split, uh, with um, based on Billy Milligan too. So the, that's going to be another one to fight against. The Crowded Room. The Crowded Room is that movie coming up here? Yeah. Uh, another fun fact: the two people that were in control whenever he quote unquote committed murders were Reagan. He was a Yugoslavian man, and Elena, a lesbian. That was just. I, I'm not. Wow. I'm just, it was just in. Why, the, it was, why does that matter? It was yeah. on the website. <laughs> Don't wow, look at you me. homophobe, <laughs> Jessica. Jesus. You were amazing. Um, tell everyone where we can find you oh you can find me at multiplicity and me on youtube or on facebook and on instagram Jessica, uh, you were so amazing. I wish you nothing but the best. If you want to find mo uh, more about us, you can find us at WeekendSuperheroes.com. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, Stitcher, YouTube, uh, SoundCloud, all the social media outlets. You want to say goodbye? I definitely do. Thanks, guys, ever so much for having me. Goodbye, everyone. And, yeah, I can't wait to see how this turns out. Jessica, you were amazing. And uh, always remember to podcast responsibly. Yeah, yeah. Jessica.